Welcome to episode 1065 of the Instant Trivia Podcast, the hotspot for the most riveting trivia questions on the web. Let's kickstart today's show with a light round to get those mental gears turning. Our first category, a literary medley we're calling Potpourri. Here's your first question. Where was Poe discovered terribly ill in a tavern on October 3rd, 1849? He would sadly pass away just a few days later. The answer is Baltimore, a city which Poe called home and where his legacy still lives today. Second question. In which Poe's story does an object have a terrifically wide sweep, some 30 feet or more? The answer is The Pit and the Pendulum. Quite a chilling tale of suspense and dread, wouldn't you say? Question three coming up. I admit the deed. Tear up the planks. What object, the title of a Poe story, is hidden beneath these planks? The answer is The Telltale Heart. Truly a classic horror story. Here's question number four. What 16-letter word did Poe use to describe the runic rhyme that musically welled from the bells? The answer is tintinabulation. Quite a mouthful, isn't it? But it does have a beautiful ring to it. And now, the final question for this round. Twain said it's the only animal that blushes. Poe said it's the only animal that diddles. What creature are we talking about? The answer is humans, or man. A bit of a trick question, but it's always fun to keep you on your toes. Let's move to the next round. The category? Serial killers. But don't worry, we're talking about authors killing off characters in their novels. On to the first question. Mr. Kurtz, he dead. These are words found in the April 1899 issue of Blackwood's magazine, thanks to which famous author? The answer is Joseph Conrad, an iconic line from his novella, Heart of Darkness. Here comes the second question. In a March 1852 serial chapter in the National Era, Harriet Beecher Stowe killed off which title character? The answer is Uncle Tom, a character who's become deeply entrenched in American cultural dialogue. Let's move on to question three. Charles Dickens slowly revealed the death of Little Nell over installments of which old novel? The answer is The Old Curiosity Shop. Dickens sure knew how to tug at our heartstrings, didn't he? Here's our fourth question. Stephen King ruthlessly killed off which mouse in part three of The Green Mile? But don't worry, he makes a comeback. The answer is Mr. Jingles. King certainly has a knack for creating memorable characters, even if they happen to be rodents. Now, the final question for this round. In the May 1st, 1886 issue of Graphic, which author wrote a tragic ending for Lucetta and her unborn child in The Mayor of Casterbridge? The answer is Thomas Hardy, a master of the tragic novel. Let's recap. The answer was Thomas Hardy. 
Moving on to round three, the category, they named a city for me in... Here's your first challenge. Which state named a city in honor of Reverend Newitt Vick in 1811? The answer is Mississippi. Interesting how these places carry historical names, isn't it? Onwards to the second question. Which state has a city named after Dr. Bartlett Durham, recognized in 1854? The answer is North Carolina. It's always fascinating to see how history shapes geography. Next up, question three. In what state would you find a city named after Sedona Schneebly, recognized in 1902? The answer is Arizona. The city of Sedona is as captivating as its namesake. Here's the fourth question. Commodore Robert F. Stockton had a city named for him in 1850. In which state? The answer is California. Another example of how individuals leave their mark on the map. And now for the final question of this round. In which state was Lieutenant Caspar, spelled with an A, Collins honored with a city name in 1888? The answer is Wyoming, a state with its own unique history. Time for round four. The category, out at first. Don't worry, we're not talking about baseball, but words starting with out. On to question one. What term is used to describe a loss of electrical power? The answer is an outage. Quite frustrating when those happen, don't you think? Here's a reminder. Our category is out at first, without in quotes. Second question. What's the term for a discount store devoted to a single retail brand? The answer is an outlet. A great place to snag some deals. Here comes the third question. What word originating from early Scandinavian languages is used to refer to a criminal? The answer is outlaw, a term that takes us back to Wild West times. Just to refresh your memory, the answer was outlaw. Here's question four. What term refers to the very beginning of something? Let's start from the... The answer is the outset. It's always a good place to start, right? And the final question for this round. What is the term for a rock formation that projects from the ground? The answer is an outcrop, a term geologists and rock enthusiasts are quite familiar with. And finally, we've reached our last round, the category, the ship of state. We'll be sailing through some historical waters here. The first question of the final round. In the 1860s, a paddle wheeler named what plied the waters of the same named river around Fort Yuma? The answer is Colorado. Even our waterways carry the names of our states. Question two coming right up. The USS Missouri, designated as SSN 780, isn't a battleship, so what type of ship is it? The answer is a submarine, 
a testament to the evolution of naval warfare. Third question is here. In the 1920s, two schooners named the Oregon Fur and the Oregon What carried lumber from the U.S. to Australia? The answer is the Oregon Pine. These vessels were certainly key players in the global timber trade. Now, for the fourth question. Which ship is commemorated by the Pearl Harbor Memorial, reminding visitors of its great loss and urging them to dress respectfully? The answer is the Arizona, a solemn reminder of the sacrifices made during World War II. Final question of our trivia today. In 1862, the captured and rebuilt USS Merrimack was relaunched under the name of which state? The answer is Virginia, a significant chapter in Civil War naval history. That's all for today's trivia. Thanks for tuning in, and remember, curiosity is the fuel for knowledge. Join us again tomorrow for another exciting set of trivia questions. Stay curious. Thank you.